Welcome to the Super Sleuth Podcast, presented by the Frostburg State University Children's Literature Center. Get ready to time travel with your hosts, Bill and Cameron, and use your detective skills to identify our mystery famous person. We'll give you 10 clues about our famous person, plus we'll give you the meanings of three vocabulary words related to our famous person. Using the 10 clues and three vocabulary words, can you identify our mystery famous person? Be sure to listen all the way through our podcast because Bill and Cameron will also have a special segment involving superheroes and will tell you all about an awesome new book. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud. Are you ready to have fun? Let's start the Super Sleuth Podcast. Okay, we're ready. We're going to start with episode number nine. But before we do that, we need to talk a little bit about episode number eight. Cameron, who was our featured person? Our featured person was Junus G. Groves. Junus G. Groves. And the name of the book that we took all the information from? The name of the book is called No Small Potatoes by Tanya Bolden. Wow, that's great, Cameron. We should probably also talk about the vocabulary words. Okay. So the vocabulary clues, and these are some tough words. But the first one, which was a noun, is exodusters. That was the first word. The second word was also a noun, and it is acre. And then the third word was an adjective, and it is piddling. So those were the three words. They were exodusters, acre, and piddling. Very good, Cameron. Do you want to talk also about the superhero? Yes. And then the superhero, the answer was cyborg. So for those of you who guessed cyborg, that was the correct answer. Impressive. Now we can do with the clues for episode number nine. Yes. Okay. So I will start and do number one. Clue number one. Born in the late 1800s in Kansas City, Missouri, always wanting to play Major League Baseball or be a dentist. Clue number one. Born in the late 1800s in Kansas City, Missouri, always wanting to play Major League Baseball or be a dentist. Clue number two. Signed by the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1912, he played for five years and where his teammates named him KC. Clue number two. Signed by the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1912, he played for five years and where his teammates nicknamed him KC. Clue number three, played for 14 years in the majors. The first player to hit a home run in both newly built Ebbets Field and Yankee Stadium. Clue number three, played for 14 years in the majors. The first player to hit a home run in both newly built Ebbets Field and Yankee Stadium. Clue number four, out hit Babe Ruth in the 1923 World Series, 
slamming two game-winning homers, one of which was an inside-the-park home run that he somehow managed to score despite the fact his left shoe almost kept falling off. Clue number four. Out-hit Babe Ruth in the 1923 World Series, slamming two game-winning homers, one of which was an inside-the-park home run that he somehow managed to score despite the fact his left shoe almost kept falling off. Clue number five. Baseball skills overshadowed by his antics, such as the time he tipped his hat to fans booing him and out flew a sparrow, or the time he got blamed for giving a pilot grapefruit to drop on his manager. Clue number five. Baseball skills overshadowed by his antics, such as the time he tipped his cap to fans booing him and out flew a sparrow, or the time he got blamed for giving a pilot grapefruit to drop on his manager. Clue number six. When his playing days were finished, he became a manager for the Toledo Mud Hens, a terrible minor league team, where he once became distracted and walked onto the field without his pants. Clue number six. When his playing days were finished, he became a manager for the Toledo Mud Hens, a terrible minor league team, where he once became distracted and walked onto the field without his pants. And this is a true story. Clue number seven. Reporters could not believe when he was appointed manager of the New York Yankees. Clue number seven. Reporters could not believe when he was appointed manager of the New York Yankees. Clue number eight, KC, and I'm going to spell it out, C-A-S-E-Y, trained each player on the Yankees to play a few positions. This allowed him to bring back a strategy called platooning. Clue number eight, so KC, and I'm going to spell it once again, it is spelled C-A-S-E-Y. S-E-Y, trained each player on the Yankees to play a few positions. This allowed him to bring back a strategy called platooning. Clue number nine. For 12 golden years, Casey, and Cameron spelled it for you before, C-A-S-E-Y, leads the Yankees to 10 pennants and 7 World Series wins. Clue number nine. For 12 golden years, Casey leads the Yankees to 10 pennants and 7 World Series wins. And the last clue, clue number 10. He was known for his stanglees, such as the team has come along slow, but fast. 
Clue number 10. He was known for his stingalese, such as the team has come along slow but fast. Time for our vocabulary words. We're looking for the first vocabulary word. We're looking for a noun. And the definition is someone in charge of training an athlete or a team. We're looking for a noun. Someone in charge of training an athlete or a team. Clue number two. It's a noun and it means famous sayings by a specific individual. So clue number two is a noun and it is famous sayings by a specific individual. The last vocabulary word, we seem to be in love with nouns for this episode. We're looking for a noun, which means fans who don't like the Yankees call them this nickname. Fans who don't like the Yankees call them this nickname. It's a noun. And now we are ready for our book of the week. Michaela is here with us, and she will t tell us her choice. What would you do if you went to your crayon box and all your crayons were gone? What would you do if your crayons went on strike and left you a stack of notes explaining they wanted more for their life? In the book, The Day the Crayons Quit by Drew Daywalt, Duncan's crayons did just that. To find out why red crayon is burning with anger and pink is blushing with jealousy, go find this book at your local library today. Okay, as well as you know, each week Cameron wears a t-shirt because he's a superhero guy and he's going to give you some clues on our, who's our superhero person will be this week. All right, so the first clue is this superhero, their main power is they can shoot lightning from their um, hands. So that's the first clue. They shoot lightning from their hands. Uh, the second clue is this superhero is a older person. So uh, the superhero is not a young person, but an older person. And then the last clue is this superhero, their TV show comes on Mondays at 9 o'clock. Wow, what great clues, Cameron. I don't think I can do it, but I'm sure the, our listeners will be able to figure it out. Very good. And now let's give a clue for our next, next episode. Uh, Cameron, what are you going to do this weekend? Uh, I'm going to the movies, and I'm going to watch a classical movie. A classical movie. That's a great clue. So that might help them figure out our next person. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's give a shout-out to... South Penn, fourth grade, who has been listening to our podcast. Way to go, South Penn. And as other people start to listen, we'll shout them out too, as long as they send us an email. And now, Cameron, how about some updates on our website? Yeah. So we have been working on our website. So if you go to the Frostburg website and you search in the search box CLC, and if you click on the first result on that page, you will find the CLC, the Children's Literature Center page on the website. And if you scroll all the way down, there's a little tab there that uh, says CLC Podcasts. And if you click on that tab, all eight episodes that we have done um, are under that tab. And if you click on each episode, 
you will find a link to the clues and to the vocabulary clues that we use on our weekly episodes. And then you'll also find a link to the publisher of each book that we use to find our clues from. And then you can also find the link to our SoundCloud page as well, so then you can listen to our podcast. So if you haven't already done that, you should check out our website and see what's going on, because we have some exciting things happening on our website. And we're also looking to add a page where we're going to have more information about our mystery guests, because we weren't able to fit all the information we learned about our mystery guests and our clues, so we're going to be providing you with even more information about our mystery people. So check it out. And this this part of our webpage is primarily for the teachers, not for the students who are listening, because it's going to ruin the anticipation if you figure out who it is before you work on the clues. Just something to think about. It's been fun, Super Sleuths. Now make sure to submit your answers to who you believe is our mystery famous person and the three vocabulary words. Also, be sure to look for future episodes of the Super Sleuth podcast on SoundCloud. And if you have any questions or comments, you can contact us on our SoundCloud page. Please join Bill and Cameron again for more time traveling. And in the meantime, great job, Super Sleuths. Super Sleuths.